1: Welcome to the D&D Fitness Radio Podcast brought to you by your hosts Don Saladino from New York City and Derek Hansen from Vancouver, Canada. In episode 25, we speak with champion bodybuilder and rising star Callum Von Moger.
2: On the D&D Fitness Podcast with Derek Hansen and myself and we have on right now Callum Von Moger who uh, Callum thanks thanks for coming on, man. For sure, no. Worries. It's uh,
3: glad you guys uh, reached out, and I'm uh, happy to, to talk to you guys today. Amazing, awesome.
2: amazing. So, uh, listen, uh, it's funny. I've been I've been following you for for years now. I mean, you. Uh, I think you moved to the states back in 2015, correct? Yeah, end uh, end of 2014. Yeah, start of 2015. Yeah. Awesome, and and you almost. I remember I was uh, I watched a big spread come out on you, and I was like, wow, this guy looks like Arnold. <laughs> it was like you know immediately like you know from your from your disease yeah the was it the muscular development magazine yeah 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 that's
3: right yeah i did a first photo shoot i'd ever done and that was kind of back when they just sort of starting out and a lot of people said sort i of had the arnold kind of look facial expressions
2: or something so you uh, you you even almost had like the uh, the Terminator glasses on to the extent if I if I recall correctly you're wearing yeah it. I may have had some kind of a, <laughs> yeah some some big shades on so I love it I love it but um so you've you've, you've had an interesting journey from from bodybuilding to now you know I, I feel like with your you've got a, a clothing line. You've got yep. an awful, incredible web presence and an unbelievable social media presence. And now we're starting to see you come to the screen with with this movie, Bigger, where you're yeah. playing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's been a big, it's been a full circle, so, um, but it's exciting, so. So that was, um, so I'm, I want to start with the movie a little bit, and then if it's cool, I'd love to get into the rehab, because... Um, you went through a couple injuries, but let's yeah. talk about the movie since we we just kind of dove right into that. So, When did you get the call? Did you have to audition for, for this, or was this just something where they knew you were the guy?
3: Yeah. Um, no, they reached out to me. Uh, I believe it was um, the start of, hang, let me get this wrong. I think it was the start, the beginning or the end of 2016, the start of 2017, I got an email. And uh, from Steve Jones, and he was, was very interested, he'd heard about me, he saw me and um, he wanted me to make a kind of like a self-tape audition for it and send it in to him. Yeah, so I just went on, I just was, went down to Santa Monica like Pia Pulled out, I pulled up some Arnold uh, interview, an old school one, and I just kind of imitated the oak in my own version on the Santa Monica Pier and sent that to him. And uh, that was kind of it. That was what he wanted to hear or see. And then uh, I got in a, a meeting with him and he showed me the idea what he was going for, you know, for the, um, for the movie Bigger. And then uh, he said we would be shooting later in the year, around uh, October. Yeah, sit tight, and uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get you in uh, with some some uh, we'll get you in, and and we'll, we'll we'll catch up then, and then and then I guess leading up to it, I had a dialect coach who would have to work with me a lot to get the accent working on the accent.
2: I, I know Derek's excited about this right now because <laughs> right before we even got on, he's like, "I wonder if you had to take voice lessons." And I'm like, "Well, let's ask him." are you, are you going to give us a little teaser right now? Can you? No, us- Derek. I'll no, get out of here. <laughs> this, is not, this is not possible.
3: This is not key. Okay. It's <laughs> unbelievable. That's awesome. 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 How, how long did that take you to get? Um, it, honestly, it wasn't too long. It, 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 there was a bit of work. There some things I really did need to uh, to work on with the lines and stuff. But, uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd grown up imitating him. I think it all, you know, kind of dropped an Arnold, the i back line or something here and there.
2: So it went, was uh, wasn't too hard. Yeah, yeah. That had to be an incredible. Uh, I, I mean, listen, we were all influenced by him in, in some exactly. way. Exactly.
1: Yes. Have I, you have you spent time talking to him about the project, like himself, and just? Uh,
3: no, I I did get a um, I did speak with uh, Arnold uh, in Ohio, the Arnold Classic, and um, and he'd actually I I got a, I was lucky enough to get a. Get getting a lunch with him and um and he said he'd seen it and uh and he said you know what i was really it was uh no actually no he'd heard about it then sorry forgive me he'd heard about it then and uh and he gave me some good lines and gave me some you know he, he was very encouraging and and uh and then it was later it was later till um it's funny enough my physical therapist she she actually told me that she'd watched it with with Arnold and Arnold had seen it and uh, and said that you know I did a great job he was excited he was really happy and um, that he really liked it and to me that was all I that was like okay I can die a happy He's life happily be- it was the biggest thing ever you know it's to one to, to to the first ever role to play in a movie not let alone you playing your idol and to have him give you. Give me good feedback in return was um, was extremely like relieving because I was very nervous. You know, I didn't want to. I wanted to be the best I could be, and, and of course, him to be you know satisfied. So I uh, wish he was, and that was that was really rewarding to hear. So,
2: so I I mean I couldn't even imagine. So you were you were in the movie Generation Iron 2. Uh, back what was that 2017 I think yeah 2017 16 yeah yeah 16 17 and was that the first time that you saw yourself really in a in a big production picture was was that pretty much uh,
3: yeah that was the first um, yeah exactly um, that was the first time I'd sort of seen myself on the on the in a bigger production and, and being more involved in on screen and stuff which and is- that, which it wasn't too hard because you know I played myself and I did. I was it was kind of a documentary, so it was um it was it was uh it was pretty easy just um to 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 follow along and and, and that
2: but i thought listen I, I thought you guys did a great job with it i mean it really i, I think it let everyone into your world on how you live and it, it, it definitely the one thing that I've always you know liked a lot about you was how you, how you keep it light you know the body building world it's you know as you know it can get a little dark and dungeony and
3: yeah for sure know, for sure. Absolutely, I think you know that's just how I am, and you know I've always been out to like I've always looked at a body being that's a great activity i've I've loved it and and stuff, but I've never let it uh, I never really wanted to completely take over and I just wanted to, people to see that hey you know it's not a um it's something that you can you can enjoy and have fun with you know I looked at Arnold and I saw the lifestyle he had and how he was very enjoyable and you know and and, and things and i i I believe that that's a perfect way that you can you can still have you know an enthusiastic approach to living and doing other things other than just bodybuilding you know Uh, for sure it was brilliant it was a brilliant launch pad for arnold it was a brilliant launch pad for myself and to use it as a career in things uh and that's exactly what i've done but um but yeah, I never wanted it to, you know, I've got friends and people that I know and friends who are very, you know, very highly hyper-focused on their bodybuilding. That's their career, that's their life. They love it, they breathe it, and it's, it's impressive. But for me, there is more to, to life and there's more to what I have to give than just, you know, than maybe just a, a, a get winning a title or a trophy or something. You know, I think there's a lot more to,
2: to be done. Well, you know, I, I feel like you're know, so a different stuff now. Like the, there was a there was a time in your life when you competed. In life, yes. Right. I exactly. Mean, exactly.
3: Yeah. Where I dedicated and I I loved it and I all I wanted to do was win the win the Mister Universe or the you know I was hyper. hyper. But every time after I got there. I was like, okay, what's next? What else can I do? You know, you know, when it's a priority, it's a huge priority, but it's not something that I feel the need to keep winning over and over again, or keep doing over and over again. It's like, okay, once I've done it, now I'm happy with one time, or you know, or whatever.
2: I think that's part of your part of your proper uh, popularity. Excuse me, is the relatability where here's a guy that you know looks like Arnold, but you know, you live like a normal person. You know, you're not, you know, you're jet skiing. You like to eat pizza and ice cream here and there, and like, and, and and I know yeah. you know obviously when it's time to buckle down and and get after it, you've got to you've got to diet and do your thing. But the reality is, is that you don't deprive yourself of certain things, and I think that's very um, refreshing for a lot of people out there trying to work on their physique. Can you talk about that a little bit? Has that always been your approach? Yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. When,
3: um, you know, when, the, when it's, when it is time to, like, when I was competing and, uh, and I was I was looking at, you know, and I was going for different titles, of course, I would knuckle down and, and focus and, and I would be very dedicated to my training, nutrition, my rest and my training. Everything would rotate around the day, would revolve around that. It was a priority. And I did sacrifice things. I would sacrifice trips, you know, parties, events, all that sort of stuff. Didn't care, didn't think about it twice. Because all that mattered to me at the time would be, you know, winning the show. So um, I will do a take and, you know, with a diet. But, but on the flip side, like once, um, you know, when I'm not competing in things, I love bodybuilding as a, as a, as a whole. I always do it, but not necessarily compete in it. Like, so if I'm not competing, I still want to be bodybuilding, you know. Uh, it's just it's just enjoyable for me. I like it, but not necessarily. But of course, have the the freedom and be able to relax, you know, to go and, you know, smash a couple of in and out burgers during the week or (laughs) go, you know, hang out by the beach or go, you know, go out with my buddies or go down to, you know, and have a few drinks or something, you know, to have that flexibility. It's nice, whereas I, I was for a long time stuck in this you know i i do know what it's like to be kind of dedicated to that to it so yeah it's nice to have that freedom and also now i've also got my my businesses as well like with my clothing apparel line uh i my my supplements and my online um training and members the the bodybuilding stuff it, really, it complements all that really well it's where it's how i run my business and showcase myself myself and and training through social media you know for my body through uh, all sorts of uh, pressures and and um, you know I've really I've I've pushed myself to the limit with uh, with it all
2: and, um, and, and and it's paid off. So well, you're in a, you're in an incredible direction, and I know for a fact we're going to continue to see great things out of you. Um, I, I want to move on now to, if you don't mind, a, a couple of the uh, the injuries. You you had an injury, I think, back in uh, a bicep injury back in seventeen. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah that was
3: straight after the filming with for bigger i'd literally i'd spent you know a couple of months um getting ready for the role to play a young arnold so i was around 250 250 pounds um I was very big and and uh, i i i was i just finished a lot of traveling i'd finished filming traveling expos all this training and uh yeah i came back i was in the um I was in the gym and my uh, buddy from Canada, uh, Chris Bumstead, who's going for the, the Classic Olympia this year, he was in town and uh, my stupid idea, I told him, I said, hey, let's um, let's, let's, do this, uh, let's do this huge bicep curl with uh, four plates on each end oh, God. and uh, we'll, we'll curl it up. I thought it would be a great idea. So, you know, I, I'd done it before. A year ago, I'd actually done this with uh, another friend from Canada, Antoine, and um we've what done this Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jeez. They just fuck they yeah, they they know how to uh they are out there. They're, they're, they're teaming up against me. No, they um yeah, I did it with Anton a year ago and it was fine. I did the whole like, we cut it and I think it was just this it was just a freak out. It was just a freak. It was just unlucky. Um we were probably a bit different height match and uh yeah, my bicep just said nope, sorry catch you later, Just fucking ripped off the bone, and um, that was it, so that was the first big setback, but it didn't, like, it, it was, a. it didn't slow me down from the gym, like, I was in the gym doing legs three times a week, I was doing the, the right-hand side of my body, and just doing whatever I could to to stay in shape and and grow my legs because I was I was you know I was like, this is not gonna slow me down and then um and you know I'd go back and like 10 days later I was flying back to Australia I had a, a Christmas with my family I remember I was in Bali um I'm not sure if you can see that picture it was taken in Bali my little display picture <laughs> and I went surfing so that that there that picture there was uh shit that was like four weeks after the surgery or something almost three weeks after the surgery so you know i didn't really let it slow me down too much and then uh and then i was good i got i did all the physical therapy january february march four months of physical therapy got back i was getting back in shape i was getting my strength back and then um another freak another i got myself into some mischief and, um, but
1: with, with that one with the bicep did you find there were any issues with like regaining hypertrophy or size on that that arm because of that
3: uh, i mean not too it wasn't too bad i lost i did lose a bit of size at the start of course which is normal i wasn't using it for over a month um four weeks it was in a sling however once i started the physical therapy and i was able to use the blood flow restriction you know i was able to the blood flow restriction is a really useful to, tool from getting a metabolic pump in your arm. So you're doing, you're you're basically, you're going through the the resistance of of lifting weights, but without the weights, you know, it's all, it's all blood flow. It's like, we are getting a pump without needing to move the weight. So that was really helpful. And, and just because, and also, I guess, because I had the the muscle memory and stuff and I've I've been there, it was just a, it was a a pretty steady comeback. So, you know, and I, I almost had it. I almost had it back to... It was it was looking pretty good right before I hurt my leg.
2: And that was... And that was... Just to explain to people, you were repelling You were repelling down a rock wall. Yeah. And, and, your, and your knee just... It just... yeah uh, you know.
3: Exactly. Yeah. It was, uh you know... And it was it was my fault again. Like, I I was trying something. I kind not have this thing. Like, you know, I don't want to have a fear of trying things. Trying new things like that. And my, uh, my old brother, who was trained and and and, um educated and all that stuff in in doing that he he invited me along i hadn't seen him for a long time come and do this activity with me and repel off the wall and i didn't want to chicken out that's my old brother so you know i offered i said yeah sure no worries and i just wasn't confident in what i was doing and i yeah the line slipped just the rope slipped through the little lock the carabiner and i went head head over heel head head over toes and my leg was stuck in the rock and it just hyperflexion and then i heard it pop and that was very oh god that was the and most yeah no, yeah that was that was uh that was rough so um and that's you know that that's right when you think you know oh everything's gonna be you know i'm on the on the mend and then you know that's a it's, it's another huge it that's another huge setback plus i i tore my bicep so I'm due to go into my third surgery um, right after the Olympia this year.
2: Oh man! And you, listen, we know we know you're you're going to fight back, If there's someone who can do it. It's definitely you. Could you? Because I because I know we only have a few more minutes. Could you? Can you explain your your rehab process? What's that been for you? What also? I mean, listen, we've all been injured now, and, and yeah. realize when you when, when you go as a young kid where that feels like they're indestructible, and things starts happening to the body, you realize all right, this is, this is real. I don't want this to happen again. It's a pretty yeah. strange feeling. But could you talk about your rehab process, what that actually taught you? I mean, I saw one great post after you went dark on the internet for a few weeks, and you yeah. came thanking all your fans, and you were really very humble and very grateful by that. But how has this changed your, your thought process, and what were some of the tactics that they used to help get you, uh re- rehab?
3: Yeah, so um, I guess the, the first thing for, for me... After like that, like it was a, that was the hardest to to accept because literally I I couldn't. It was now I it was I was now forced completely out of the gym and uh, it was a it was a long, and I think it, you know I wouldn't be able to train for who knows how long properly. Who knows how long I'll I'll be completely out of the gym for with my my leg and stuff. But I think the hardest, you know, it took a few weeks just to kind of accept the circumstances, and that was the hardest thing was like you know not knowing the recovery not knowing what to expect not just all the unsures all the uncertainties and I think I just needed a bit of time to kind of sit back and just kind of reflect and just uh, accept everything that had happened and and kind of get my head in the right place you know and then and then move forward from there and you know sometimes you just need to I just needed a bit of time to myself to 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 get my head around that and then of course in that time I had to huge amount of support and messages and emails from friends and family and fans and uh it was really it was like overwhelmingly nice and it was just yeah it was extremely uplifting and so that was a huge boost in for me for to to keep going so and especially because after I would got so far it's like this is you know there's no way I can stop now so it just really helped with my mindset you know to have a lot of support and stuff and uh and also for myself to tell me myself to say, Hey, it's not over. You can keep going. And uh there's, you know, it's, there's always going to be, you know, it, it may be that it's, you know, maybe it's a, you know, God telling me that I'm not supposed to be doing bodybuilding for this year. Maybe he, there's another direction I'm supposed to be going down. You know, the water always finds its, its destination, whether it goes around the rocks down there's, a, there's always a, I look at it like a river. Like you, you put water down; it's always got a destination, and it can. It'll find the lowest way. It'll go whichever way it goes, but it's always going to get to the to the to the ocean. So you know, it just might be that I've got a different path now. Um, it's uh, it's uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going off the track. The topic here. No, dude. no, no, no. no. <laughs>
2: murder,
3: yeah. yeah. So right. it's it's definitely. Um, but with the with the training and things and the and the physical therapy, uh, you know, I'm going three times a week now um, to ultimately. So this year, I've, I like you know, for for anyone else who's in this position, anyone out there who's had a major setback, who's had a surgery, who's literally going through. Some kind of a trial or a, or, a, or a hardship right now, you know. I think the, if I can give any shed any light on it, um, I think the best thing is you just got to get your head around and, and kind of accept what's going on and kind of um, get your head in a good place and then kind of just set up yourself for, for what you, instead of thinking about what you can't do focus on what you can do and what changes you can make and where you can still improve yourself or make yourself better each day. So for me, uh, I right now I'm going to physical therapy three times a week. I go from 10 30 till one o'clock. So two and a half hours, uh, three times a week. And they, they work on my knee. They do a, a lot. I'm doing a lot of strengthening, blood flow le-
1: restriction. Any electrical stimulation is part oh, of that?
3: Yeah. And uh, definitely. Yeah. I've got the electrical stimulation. Um, the russian stem so i have uh those those working at the same time to help activate and uh and turn on the muscle um and you know because it was uh, i didn't use it at all for so long and it honestly the the physical therapy has been extremely necessary and helpful i would highly recommend it if you have any kind of injury like this to to go make sure you go to a good reputable clinic because yeah. i went to another, other places and it was all right but i feel like there are good places now places that aren't so good so definitely go to somewhere where they're going to give you attention and give you the right um equipment and tools and time and 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 patience and stuff that you can work with and, and focus on that i i was i had a blood clot as well in my leg i still have it it's a it's almost i think it's like 50 percent dissolved so that was a setback too, with um, the blood flow. I had to be patient, but um, you know, if you can, uh, if you can get into some blood flow restriction and stuff early on, that's helpful. And I'm going to continue this. So I've given, basically, I've accepted that 2019 for the rest, uh, 18 this year. You know, it's a kind of a write-off in terms of bodybuilding. It's just now focusing, getting my body back. You know, able-bodied and and rebuilding, rebuilding myself. So that I can train and, and hopefully just get back to some some normal kind of workouts in, in
2: two thousand and nineteen awesome. I an mean, awesome awesome attitude to have I mean just before we end up wrapping up i mean did you did you take anything out of the physical therapy? I mean you come from the bodybuilding world, and I've seen with athletes Derek and I are you know strength and conditioning coaches, and you, know, you see when athletes get hurt, you know they really start finding out things about their body that they didn 't know are there some positive takeaways um I think from a training standpoint that you might carry over into 2019, is there something that you might do a little bit differently or you haven't thought about that yet?
3: You know what, I'm looking at how, actually with, well, in, in my position, training, you know, how the blood flow works and the Russian stem and activating muscles and how they're able to rehabilitate you know, injured people without using as much weight and, and all these sort of using bands in their training. I use a lot of bands in, in the exercise I do, a lot of body weight stuff, higher repetitions, low rest. So I'm looking at the the type of the therapy that I'm doing now and how I could apply that to my to my bodybuilding training and how I probably most likely will, you know, bring roll this over. So once I'm done, you know, when I get back into the gym how I will probably uh, use the same sort of techniques from physical therapy, you know, doing like 30 reps and then 15, 15, 15, mm-hmm. low rest with, uh, with, uh, um, with bands and uh, pre-exhaustion and those sort of things. I'm just going to look at techniques where I can utilize um, training without using a lot of weight and just using um, more more bands and and body weight and stuff like that. Just so it's less, uh, because obviously less likely for injury and things. So, just preventative ways, you know, warming up, cooling down, stretching, icing. Um, all these techniques are uh, definitely things that I've I've learned a lot from from the physical therapy that I would like to continue on to in, and bring into my my own routine that I haven't utilized as much. Yeah.
1: Does it make you a little gun shy about choosing recreational activities as a side uh, thing? Like moving forward, or are you just going to jump back on the horse and just live oh. your life as you did before?
3: Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> Uh, some things, yeah, like if I get asked to do something that I have no idea, I'm not sure what I'm doing, then I'm going to say no or train me first. You know, if it's like an activity that I'm unaware, like I'm, I'm not sure about. But in terms of other things, like I'm already back on my V-Rods, my Harley Davidsons, and as soon as I could get enough bend in that knee, I was back on that bike doing skids down the road and stuff. So,
1: <laughs> you know,
3: it's, this doesn't, it doesn't stop me from being a little rascal. You know, I'm still going to... Go out and do do what I do um, for sure, you know, definitely. But in in terms of things like, just it does give me a risk assessment, a lot a lot more risk assessment towards things that I that I um that I'm not sure about. But in, where, where I'm confident, yeah, I'll get back in doing those sort of things. Yeah, I won't let this slow me down. So no more
2: backflips off of bridges, right? <laughs> oh no! As soon as I can do a backflip <laughs> off a bridge, I'll be back doing them. Yeah. I will come join you that Sorry, sorry, so, sorry, <laughs> Edwin, Sorry. <laughs> that's right up my alley man dude, call, give me a call for that but one I, will, I will just yeah
1: it. just be careful because don and i were talking to a guy a stunt guy and uh he's like uh the, when you get into the acting realm like let the stunt man do a lot of yeah. stuff yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah yeah otherwise i'll be, yeah otherwise i won't, I won't be much of use for an actor i'll be
2: i'll be <laughs> a
3: stunt i should be a, maybe i should be a stunt dude
2: it. It's funny, I I, I work with uh, Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's just in Deadpool, he's been one of my guys for almost 10 years, and uh, Ryan yep. does a lot of his own stunts, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing, he's coming in, you know, uh, beat up, and this and that, people don't realize that he does his own stunts, I'm like, you can get someone to do that, and they just, he's like, yeah, it just doesn't look real, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: that's, I feel him, I feel it, I reckon that's cool, if they can do their own stunts, like. Means they got a bit of balls, you know. They got That's some balls. They're afraid to fucking have a go. Good on
2: them. I love it. So, listen, last last question because you've been, you've been great with your time, and thank you so much. Um, no, worries. what are you going to do with your um, with your ph- physique now? I mean, I I heard you're going to maybe focus on getting a little bit smaller, or you're going to continue to be the same build that you're going to be uh, that you've always been moving forward. I mean, do you have any idea where you want to go, or are you just going to kind of
3: take yeah. it as it
2: comes and see? Um,
3: yeah, exactly. Look, like obviously, I'm I'm a lot smaller now without choice. It's just you know I lost a lot. Of, I lost a lot of size from my injury, you know. And uh, I think I, geez, I, I dropped like thirty something, almost forty pounds. So I haven't been this small since I almost kind of when I was um, getting into lifting in my early years. But uh, right now, honestly, I like I, I'm I'm moving towards you know am doing a lot more acting classes and I want to explore that. Um, that industry as well. So, and I know that being a little bit smaller is probably better. You get a, probably there's a broader range of uh, of roles. But I I, I do want to get back some size. I would like to get. be I like being around two thirty five. You know, two forty pounds is a, is a is a weight that I like being at. So and yeah, but I'm just going to take it as it comes, like you said, uh, and not and not um my my like I said my first goal is to get better and uh, to get back to the gym as soon as I can training. And then from there, if um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking at the, uh, you know possibly competing in the future, but more focused on uh, on the acting. And if I can do put my time and, and, and efforts into that, um, I will do that. If if you know if there's a chance that I can compete, you know, if I have a period of time where I can dedicate some some uh, some focus to, to doing a show, whether it be and I'd love to do an Arnold Classic or something maybe one year. You know, if I can do that, I
2: will too. So. At some That was about Arnold's weight, right? Two two thirty five when,
3: when he was? I think so. Yeah, when he was when he was in his um
2: prime. Yeah,
3: when he was looking good and stuff. So that would be a yeah, that'd be a nice weight to get back up to there, you
2: know. Awesome. Well listen, man, we, we wish you all the luck. Can you can you tell all of our listeners the navy or clothing line where they can find you? Think- oh, for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah, Just- thank they- you
2: thank you very much everybody for listening
3: um you know i'm really really glad i could speak out today I haven't really talked much uh about this recently so thanks for tuning in um you can i've got my premium of power lines just vonmoga.com and uh and also i have uh, a um, my, my supplements uh from uh, staunchnation.com so um, check them out and uh if you want to if you're interested in uh, any uh, online coaching uh, online training with me um my members membership sites uh so I thanks love very it. much appreciate listen,
2: it listen brother and then if you're ever out in new york city we'd love you to come by my uh, my gym drive 495 in downtown soho it'd be great to oh have
3: sweet you. yeah sweet. definitely I'll, have to, I'll talk to edwin um i've been meaning to get out there so um i gotta get once I get back out there we should tee it up
2: Love to, man. Love to. And uh, Derek, thanks you as well. He's up in Canada. I don't know if you're ever going to be up there.
1: <laughs> Stay away from Canadians, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not good. Nah. Oh,
3: good. Thanks, Derek. Thanks, Don. Really appreciate your time today, too. All and it's nice. a uh, great meeting and chatting thanks to you guys. All right.
1: Thank, Thank you very you, much.
3: No worries. Cheers. Bye now. Bye-bye.